Doesn't look like we have much of a choice, but I'll remind him. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Well, come on, Red, let's go. This R2 unit has a bad motivator, look. It just isn't fair. Oh, Biggs is right. I'm never gonna get out of here. Not unless you can alter time, speed up the harvest, or teleport me off this rock. Wait a minute, where'd she go? Bring her back, play back the entire message. But it's a whole nother year. Where are you going? Looks like I'm going nowhere. You know, that little droid is gonna cause me a lot of trouble. Hey, whoa, just where do you think you're going? I'm not going to Alderaan. I've got to get home. It's late. I'm in for it as it is. It's not that I like the Empire. I hate it, but there's nothing I can do about it right now. If they trace the robots here, they may have learned who they sold them to, and that would lead them back home. Do you really think we're gonna find a pilot here that'll take us to Alderaan? 10,000? We can almost buy our own ship for that. You bet I could. I'm not such a bad pilot myself. We don't have to sit here and listen. That's okay. I'm never coming back to this planet again. All right, give it to me. I'll take it. What a piece of junk. Why didn't you outrun him? I thought you said this thing was fast. Are you kidding? The right there, gaining? What's that flashing? <laughs> With the blast shield down, I can't even see. How am I supposed to fight? What's going on? What? How? Why are we still moving towards uh, it? You know, between his howling and your blasting everything inside, it's a wonder the whole station doesn't know we're here. I want to go with you. The droids belong to her. She's the one in the message. We gotta help her. He didn't know she was here. They're gonna execute her. Look, a few minutes ago, you said you didn't want to just wait here to be captured. Now all you want to do is stay, but they're gonna kill her. You forget it. I already tried it. It's magnetically sealed. 3 Where could he be? Will you shut up and listen to me? No! You got your reward and you're just leaving then? Well, take care of yourself, huh? I guess that's what you're best at, isn't it? I can't shake him! Biggs, where are you? You can't do any more good back there! This is where the fun begins. Chewie. We're home. Hello, and welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter. And place your order because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and Geek. Hello and welcome back into the cafe. It's episode 21. I am Jeff and I do not have a guest this week into the cafe, which is unfortunate. I really do like when I have guests here. This week I am going to talk about my favorite Luke Skywalker moments thus far. And I say thus far, of course, because The Rise of Skywalker has not come out yet. And we do not know what J.J. has planned for Luke's character in Episode 9. So I'm just going to go with my favorite moments so far. Um, and Luke is one of my favorite characters. He was my childhood hero. Um, he was the first one I gravitated towards when I first saw A New Hope. And those of you who have heard the podcast that I'm on so far, the Canto cast and this one should know my star Wars origin story by now, hopefully. Um, he was 
I related to him real quick because he was the dreamer type, the daydreamer, and that's what I was when I was in school. I think that's why I was never really a good student. I was always staring out the window daydreaming, so I related to Luke instantly. So that's why he was always one of my favorite characters, is one of my favorite characters, and I was going to, like, put a number on these moments, like top 10, top 5, but I discovered, listening back to some of my other episodes, that I am bad at keeping track of what number I am on, so I'm not going to do the top 10, top 5 moment thing, I am just going to start naming moments that are my favorites, and of course, when I start naming them, they'll be from uh, my least favorite to my most favorite, just like a normal top 10 list, you know, top 10, top 5 list, your first one is always, it's still one of your favorites, but it's not your most favorite. Um, my first favorite uh, Luke moment would be um, when they first buy R2 and 3PO on Tatooine with Uncle Owen. It's when we first meet him. It's when we first get to know this character. We're getting to know this naive farm boy that's, yes, a little bit whiny, but who wasn't whiny in their teenage years? Seriously. I know I was. I was a whiny little, uh, you know, brat. There we go, brat. Um, so yeah, um, you know, I want to, I wanted to go to Tashi Station and pick up some power converters. You know, that I sounded like that when I was a teenager. I'm just being honest. Um, so, of course, when I first saw it when I was eight years old. That didn't even affect me because I was eight years old. And we, eight-year-olds, I'm sorry, kids are like that too. So even in your teenage years, you're whiny and can be kind of annoying. So that's one reason I think, to get off topic a little bit, I think that's one reason I liked Ahsoka Tano from the, from the jump in the Clone Wars movie. Um, a lot of people said they didn't like her right away because she was annoying. Um, even though I was an adult when I saw the Clone Wars movie, I, I liked her because she was being true to her age. What was she like? 13, 14, 12, let's say between 12 and 14. I'm not sure exactly how old she was because I didn't research it, but come on, that's the age range where kids are going to be annoying it's you you're you're not going to you know appeal to everybody you're going to be annoying the people around you um so that i think that's why i identified with ahsoka right away and liked her right away same with jar jar and i i don't know it's just the kind of person i am annoying characters don't upset me or don't rub me the wrong way I just don't know what it is that's in me to just say hey that's how they are 
that it's just the kind of person I am. I don't know. I, I, I'm one of them weird nerds, I guess. I have no idea. But yeah, that, that would be my first uh, favorite Luke Skywalker moment when we first meet him buying R2 and 3PO with Uncle Owen there on Tatooine. Um, another favorite Luke Skywalker moment of mine would obviously be um, him staring at the binary sunset there, the classic daydreaming scene. And it's not even daydreaming, it's sunset. So, what is it? Evening dreaming? I don't know. Twilight dreaming, there we go. Um, when he's staring at those suns and just thinking, I'd rather be anywhere else but here. And that's how I was in school, because I never liked school. I always wanted to be somewhere else other than, other than in that classroom learning, well, to me at the time, useless stuff. Um, so that, that's my next favorite moment, just staring at those binary sunsets. And I think that's why I finally decided and said, Hey, you know, that's going to be my permanent Facebook cover shot, you know, is Luke staring at those bin binary sunsets. Cause that defines me, I think. Okay. Um, my next favorite Luke moment would probably be him on Hoth, the, the, the whole battle of Hoth, um, after his snowspeeder gets shot down, he's able to get out of his snowspeeder before it gets stepped on, and he takes down a walker all by himself, without a snowspeeder, with just, uh, what would you call that, a space grappling hook? It zips him up to the top there, cuts open the belly, throws a grenade in, falls down, boom. He takes one out all by himself. To me, that just shows a little bit of evolution of Luke's character. He's starting to become a badass, saying, hey, I can do this. And to me, he did that all without the Force, because really, he hasn't even... He he knows a little bit about it. We, we saw it when he pulled the lightsaber to him in the Wampa's cave. But he still hasn't mastered it, so he did all that without the Force. Um, that's leading into another favorite Luke moment. Him blowing up the Death Star in A New Hope. Now, to me, he used the Force when he blew up the Death Star. He guided that proton torpedo into that shaft to blow up the Death Star. It, it just seems... Logic that he logical that he used the force to blow up that Death Star. I don't know why it seems logical to me. It just does. He used the force to blow up the Death Star. Um, we saw the pilot before that. I cannot remember which pilot it was, but his shot just skimmed off the surface, or as he put it, just impacted on the surface. And he was very close, but it just he just missed. And Luke got his dead center down the down that hole, and you know the rest is history. So I think he used the force to guide that proton torpedo into that into that hole. So that's another one of my favorite moments, um, leading to uh, Luke meeting Yoda. That whole scene when Luke first meets Yoda. And at the time, 
<clears throat> we did not know who Yoda was. We just thought this was a local that was from Dagobah, a little creature local that was giving Luke a hard time about being on his planet and saying, you know, what are you doing here? You know, giving him a hard time, going through his stuff, checking him out. I just thought that was so funny. And then when we find out it was Yoda, I thought that was a great reveal. Um, I remember when I was 11 years old and then it was revealed that it was Yoda. <clears throat> that kind of like my eyes got wide and went, oh, wow, that so that's Yoda. So, yeah, I, that has to be another one of my favorite moments, just him meeting Yoda and, of course, Yoda having his little fight with R2 was awesome. I thought that was so funny. I still laugh at that to this day. Um, every time I watch Empire, I laugh at that moment. It's one of my favorite moments in, in Empire. Um, and sticking with Empire, um, his whole lightsaber battle with Darth Vader, where the big reveal happens, Luke, I am your father. Um, that whole reveal, oh, when I was 11 years old, I couldn't believe it. I, I still get goosebumps when I talk about it. Um, that whole reveal was just, it, it was the first big cinematic reveal for me at age 11. Um, and I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it for three years until I went and saw Return of the Jedi in 83. I did not believe it. I thought Vader was lying to him. I'm like, Vader's the bad guy. Vader's all in black. That means he's the bad guy. Bad guys never tell the truth. But we find out that in Star Wars, bad guys tell the truth. So, find out that, yes, that is his father. And that just made me more psyched for... In the mid-90s there, when we started getting rumors and the news that George Lucas was going to make episodes one through three, I was so excited. I was like, yes, I want to know the backstory of Anakin Skywalker. I want to know how he became so twisted and evil. And I think that's why episode one's my favorite prequel movie, because we see Anakin, Vader, as a little innocent little boy. And that anybody anybody can be manipulated to do bad things and that's what happened to poor Anakin he was manipulated I don't think it was because he was weak minded I just think it, he was mani manipulated by a stronger force user in Palpatine and Palpatine knew what buttons to push to manipulate him to say hey I know I'll have him if I see this, so I, yeah, it's, it's a tragic story, and that's why I'm a prequelist, that's why I love the prequels, I think it's a great, the, all three movies are great stories, but like I said, I gravitate towards episode one more, because yes, it has more of Jar Jar in it, and um, not that I don't like Hayden Christensen as Anakin, every time I picture Anakin, I will picture Hayden Christensen in my head, but I love Jake Lloyd's portrayal as Anakin as a nine-year-old boy. I loved it. Um, 
and that's what made it so tragic seeing Anakin at that age I know some people said no the prequel should have been um, you should have started with Anakin a little bit older no 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 I like seeing Anakin at an innocent age at nine years old nine ten maybe eleven would have been a, is the perfect age to start the story at for Anakin show how an innocent little boy became manipulated into being this evil monster so that's why I feel that episode one was a you know they start him at the right age in my opinion if you disagree that's fine but in my opinion that was the perfect age to start Anakin at um now let's get back on topic here oh my goodness I am just sorry about going off topic and stuff like that um okay another favorite Luke moment um Return of the Jedi I am a Jedi like my father before me and then he throws his lightsaber to the side loved it I like I get goosebumps when I talk about that moment too just him realizing that he almost he was this close and you can't see me with my fingers but he was this close to going full dark he stopped himself after of course after he cut off his father's hand and said no this is not me I am a Jedi like my father before me threw his lightsaber to the side said you know if you want to kill me go on palps you know take me out so that I just thought that was all badass so that's one of my favorite moments um let's go back to the Empire Strikes Back um Luke in the force cave when he faces himself he thinks he's facing Vader but when he takes Vader down the head rolls off and the mask burns away and it's Luke's look, looking back at himself I you know at age 11 I'm not putting it together that hey they might be related somehow um, or you know Vader and him are alike somehow I didn't put that together at age 11 I wasn't a very bright kid so but I just I, at age 11 when I first saw it I was confused but as I got older and watched the scenes again and analyzed them with my older brain um, I kind of said yeah that, that that's pretty cool I think I understand what they're trying to say there so um, that's another one of my favorite moments um, Force Awakens when we see him standing on top of that mountain there on Octo and Ray walking up behind him and extending the lightsaber and when we first see him when they first reveal when he turns around oh my god did I ever get goosebumps um, I got goosebumps my eyes got watery I was like there's my old hero he's back um, love that moment and in The Last Jedi there's just so many favorite moments in The Last Jedi for me um, when he bursts in on Rey and Kylo when they touched hands and he stopped them 
love that moment. Love the the effect of the the hut bursting apart like that. Um, I also loved the moment where the the first I think it was the first lesson where he had Ray sitting on the rock, teaching her about the force, telling her what it was, and she physically reaches out and he takes his little reed that he has and smacks her hand. Love that moment. Laugh every time I see that moment. Um, when he saves a resistance, when he force projects, loved that moment. That has to be one of my all-time favorite Luke moments, just showing how powerful he's become, that he's able to force project. Yes, it took so much out of him that, you know, it killed him, but just showing that he was that powerful that he could do that um, that was such an awesome moment and I don't know about everybody else but when I was when I first saw The Last Jedi in the theater and I saw him show up there on crate and him saying his goodbye to Leia that made me tear up that's another one of my favorite Luke moments him and Leia in The Last Jedi but when he showed up on crate and he was looking all dapper his hair was trimmed up it looked a little darker. His beard was trimmed, looked a little darker. I kind of like looked at my wife and went, did he spruce himself up to come out? What, what did he do? Did he use some uh, Just For Men and said, hey, I'm back in the game. I got to look good. Yeah, it, it never dawned on me until, um, and... I'm one of those people that never picked up on no foot marks or foot skids in the salt on crate from Luke. I didn't pick up on that the first time. I It didn't dawn on me until Kylo went up and poked him with his lightsabers, took his lightsaber through him, and I was like, oh, my God. It, it just blew me away. Call me naive. I don't care. I just did not notice it. And... That's why I love The Last Jedi so much. It, it did. It got me. It, when movies can surprise me like that, I love movies like that. That don't um, reveal themselves where I didn't figure it out before it happened, I guess is what I should say. Um, but yeah, those are my favorite Luke moments. Um, not sure how many I had there. But I'm pretty sure there are some that I am forgetting. And if you guys out there can think of any more... Uh, well, s send me in your Luke moments. Send me a voicemail. Email me. Uh, DM me on Twitter. On either one of my accounts, my personal account. Or at that BMC pod. And let me know your, your favorite Luke moments. Um, and I'll... You know, talk about them on the show. Um, not sure what my next show will be about or when my next show will be. Not sure if it'll be next weekend or not. October is pretty uh, busy month for me. I take vacations. I take my vacation in October and December every year. So, because one, well, my wedding anniversary is in October, so that's why I take. Uh, uh, vacation in October so next couple weekends might be a little hard for me to get a show in but when I do get another show in hopefully 
I'll have another guest in the cafe. I have someone lined up. I don't want to say who it is yet, but hopefully my next show back will have we'll have another guest on the show. And of course, after the outro, get ready for the next episode in the NPR Star Wars radio drama of A New Hope. It's episode 12, I believe, we're up to. So we're almost at the end of this one. And then, of course, we'll start The Empire Strikes Back. And then after The Empire Strikes Back, we'll have Return of the Jedi. So, hope you guys enjoyed the show. May the Force be with you. And, as always, until next time... Order up! Order up! Order up! Give the evacuation code signal. visiting the cafe. We know life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. And remember, blue milk, it does a body good. humble servant that won't be necessary star wars based on characters and situations created by george lucas episode 12 the case for rebellion Long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there came a time of revolution, when rebels united to challenge a tyrannical empire. In the rebellion's greatest crisis, the empire unleashed its ultimate weapon, the Death Star, 
a huge space-going fortress capable of destroying entire planets. An oddly met group of rebels have managed to penetrate to the heart of the Imperial stronghold and escape with information that may hold the key to victory. But disaster looms too as the Death Star dogs their track, intent on pursuing them to the hidden rebel base and obliterating the rebel alliance forever. Are the rebels well on their way, Vader? Their starship just engaged our sentry fighters and fought her way clear. They're about to make the jump to light speed. Indeed. What uh, were our losses? I withdrew all except four TIE fighters from that defensive zone to make the rebels escape more plausible. Hmm. All four of our pilots were killed. These traitors to the Empire are formidable opponents. We're fortunate that they themselves weren't slain. It's a pity about the casualties, but they are no great sacrifice to make in return for a lead to the rebel base. An insignificant price. You're sure the homing device is secure aboard their ship? I'm taking a considerable risk in allowing them to escape, Vader. Your plan had better work. Rest assured, we will follow the rebels to their base and eliminate them. Disturbs me that the Death Star plans are still in that droid of theirs. There was no alternative, Governor Tarkin. The rebels would not have returned to their base without the plans. Besides, they may already have been duplicated. Flushing the R2 unit's memory system would be no guarantee of security. As you say. Governor Tarkin. Well, Mutty? The homing device is transmitting a perfect signal, sir. What are your orders? Follow it, Motty, and have all personnel placed on standby alert. We are about to wipe another planet out of existence, the Rebels' base world. Then, the galaxy is ours. from all these wires. Oh, yes. Okay, come on. Sir, I really cannot thank you enough. Yeah. Oh, be careful, R2. How'd you get into this, anyway? Oh, during our engagement with the Imperial fighters, when the ship was being jolted by cannon fire, I was propelled into all those exposed control elements. Right, you should have sat tight. I was attempting to assist R2 in extinguishing a minor fire, sir. Oh, that's so. Well, you two are pretty handy to have around here, after all. Oh, thank you, sir. But I must say, that battle didn't do our circuitry any good at all. Well, don't knock your luck. We cancelled all four of those TIE fighters. You're right, of course, sir. Pardon me for asking, but where is Master Luke? Uh, he's looking over some minor damage for me. He'll be along in a second. Oh, shall Artem and I go... You do whatever you feel like. I gotta get up to the cockpit. <laughs> well, Artem, perhaps we'd better investigate my circuitry damage. Can you get lateral controls back, Chewbacca? Me and him can do anything with this ship except Luke's system. <laughs> okay, partner, I'll take over here. You run aft and see what you can do about the laterals. We can get by on auxiliaries for now. And get those droids to help. Well, not a bad bit of rescuing, huh? You know, sometimes I even amaze myself. Doesn't sound too hard. Look, use your head. The Imperials let us get away. It's the only possible explanation for the ease of our escape. Easy? 
You call that easy? They're tracking us now. Uh, not this ship, sister. Oh, you are impossible. Well, at least R2-D2 is still intact. What's so important about the droid? What's he carrying? The technical readout to that battle station. Oh, I only hope that when the data are analyzed, a weakness can be found. Well, listen, if you're so afraid we're being tracked, we'll lay over someplace. There's no time. If the Empire isn't stopped, other planets will be destroyed as Alderaan was. That's why I've got to risk going directly to the Rebel base. Look, I ain't in this for your revolution, and I'm not in it for you, Princess. I expect to be well paid. I'm in it for the money. You needn't worry about your reward. When you get us to our destination, you'll receive it. Well, don't you think it'd help if you told me where we're going? The fourth moon of the planet Yavin. That's where the base is. And you can go do whatever you like. Money is all you love, then that's what you'll receive. Oh, oh Luke. Princess? Your friend here is quite a mercenary. I wonder if he really cares about anything. Or anybody. I do. I care. So, what do you think of her, Han? I'm trying not to, kid. Good. Hmm? Still, she's got a lot of spirit. I don't know, uh, do you think a, a princess and a guy like me, you know, could... No. <laughs> where are we headed, anyway? At a fourth moon of someplace called Yavin. It's where all the idealists hang out, I hear. Rebels sure picked themselves a planet in the middle of nowhere, didn't they? How are we doing, hon? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm doing fine. Well, that was Yavin we just ducked around. We're in the fourth moon's atmosphere now. Set down's in a couple of seconds. Did you transmit the recognition code I gave you? No. We decided to get blasted out of the sky. What do you think? Well, the place has a decent atmosphere. Mostly jungle, though. The landing zone's right over there by those temples. Looks like there's a reception committee coming out to meet us. If you'll open the hatch, we won't trouble you any further. I'll have the money brought out to you. If you don't mind, my partner and I will come along. Just to protect our investment, you understand? Anything, as long as you stop wasting my time. Come on, Luke. Uh, cash on delivery was the deal, if I recall right. What's the matter? Don't you trust us? Oh, nothing personal. We don't trust anybody. Uh, pardon me for asking, but have we arrived, Master Luke? Mm-hmm. This is it, 3PO. At last, a place of refuge. <laughs> With that Death Star on our trail, I'd set you straight, 3PO, but I'd hate to ruin your day. Just open the hatch. Oh, instantly, Your Highness. <laughs> uh, it's a jungle planet, all right. Let's go, Luke. 3PO, R2, come on. Come on, R2. After you, partner. Temples look like they're a million years old. 
Some fortress. Princess Leia. Your Highness, we hope to you. Commander Willard is waiting to greet you all. Well, thank you. These droids have to come, too. The R2 unit is carrying vital information. Of course. Take these droids to the speeder and help them aboard. Sir. Master Luke, will you become Don't well? worry, 3PO. It'll be all right. Your Highness, if you could follow me to the speeder, we can take you directly to Commander Willard. Your rebellion's got some great equipment, Princess. No heavy combat ships at all. And every one of those snub fighters is older than you are. Someday you'll learn that it's people and not things that decide history. <laughs> you better teach that to the Empire first. That's the whole idea, Han. Leia! Princess Leia! Commander Willard! Oh, Leia, oh. you're safe. We feared the worst. Welcome, all of you. Thank you. <laughs> is General Kenobi with you? We'd had word that you were to contact him. Obi-Wan Kenobi has been killed, Commander. He gave his life in a diversionary action so that the rest of us could escape the Death Star. Hush, Chewie. That's sad news indeed. When we heard about Alderaan, Your Highness, we were afraid that you were lost along with the others. It was a terrible calamity. I'm afraid we haven't time for our sorrows, Commander. We are being tracked here by the Death Star. We were allowed to escape so that we could lead them here. The technical data on the battle station is stored in the memory system of the R2 unit. We must use them to plan an attack. It's our only hope. We are badly unprepared for pitched battle, Your Highness. Perhaps we should evacuate instead. Smart boy. Oh, will you two stop clowning? There isn't time. Commander, if we fail to stop the Death Star now, other planets will be annihilated. Then you're right. We have no choice but to fight. Take the R2 unit to the text for special information retrieval. Yes, Commander. Princess Leia. Pardon me, but might I go along with R2? Of course, Vivian. Thank you. Have that information brought to the briefing room as soon as it's retrieved. Yes, sir. We can wait for it there. This way, Your Highness, gentlemen. Our main problem here is personnel. We're desperately lacking pilots, trained or otherwise. Yes, so I'd heard. But now, what of you, Your Highness? Our last word of you was that you'd intercepted the Death Star data transmissions. My ship was attacked by an Imperial cruiser over Tatooine. Imperial stormtroopers boarded us, but then, after Alderaan was... was destroyed, the Grand Moff Tarkin ordered me executed. Executed? Yes. I was waiting in my cell when the door opened and in stepped this man right here. Commander Willard, meet Luke Skywalker. Young man, this is more of a pleasure than you can imagine. <laughs> Even if we'd known the princess's whereabouts, I doubt that we could have mounted an operation to get her out. Uh, well, actually, it was sort of <clears throat> improvised. All the more to be admired. The ability to think on one's feet isn't common. Well, uh, Han and Chewbacca here had as much of a hand in it as I did, and so did Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Han. Mm. Oh, oh yes, your, your captain and uh, his friend here. Uh, sir, allow me to congratulate Why you. Why don't we just skip the formalities? I'm going to push ahead to the important part of the princess's story. That planet killer is on its way here, and personally, I don't plan to stick around and get reacquainted. Oh, I don't quite follow you. Oh, you'll live a whole lot longer if you do, believe me. Look, I got dragged into this mess. I'm just a guy with a starship for hire. I was promised payment, and I want it. Hun. The rest of you can do whatever you want, but I kept my end of the bargain. Now you keep yours, Princess. Uh, Princess Captain Sola I... may have no morals whatsoever, Commander, but he's right. Both Luke and I promised him payment for his and Chewbacca's help in this matter. Very well. I see I misjudged you, Solo. Oh, I'll cry later. Right now, I'll settle for cash. Uh, in small used notes, if you got it. This is a rebel camp. We're hunted people with, with very little Imperial currency among us. Oh. Uh, well, your tech facilities must have stocks of precious metals. Yes. Well, they'll do. But that's critical material. 
We need those metals for repairs to keep our weapons and equipment functioning. Look, I lived up to my end of a deal. Now you live up to yours. Even a rebel alliance has to do business with us independents from time to time. If I put the word out that you're a bunch of swindlers... Commander, see that he's paid, please. Not all your stocks, but whatever you can possibly spare. Very well, Your Highness. It won't be wealth unlimited, Solo, but it ought to satisfy even you. What do you say, Chewie? <laughs> okay, box it up for us and we'll be on our way. It will take some time to have it measured out and put into containers. Well, make it fast. That Death Star is not going to stop to chat once it gets here. Any place I could clean up a little while I'm waiting? Oh. There's a basin in the pilot's ready room down that corridor. You'll have it all to yourself. Come on, Chewie. Sing out when you're ready. I can't believe it. I know he always talks tough, but I thought when it came right down to a decision... Well, the man's amoral, no conscience at all. No, Commander, you don't know him like I do. He may be stubborn about a lot of things, but inside... Look, you heard, Han. He's made up his mind. Let me talk to him, Princess. I know I can bring him around. Guys, from now on, partner. I keep your pelt on. Once we get out of this place, we'll be able to afford a nice long rest. On? <sighs> what now? Hey, they're not trying to back out of the bargain, are they? Will you stop being so suspicious of the whole galaxy? I told them I'd come and talk to you. I told them I could change your mind. Well, then you fibbed, kid. This ain't my fight. But don't you think it will be when the Empire takes over? You think the men that built the Death Star are going to leave people like you and Chewbacca alone? Well, if we mind our own business. Well, stop lying to yourself. Hey, careful, Luke. And what are you going to do? Sit here and hold the princess's hand while the Death Star turns this whole planet into a gas cloud? Look, I... Commander Willard said they need pilots. I'm going to volunteer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Luke! Do you know what I saw when I was getting us out of that battle station? I don't care. Besides what all the cannon and missile tubes and that big planet killer, it's got fighter bays. Lots of them. And those Imperial pilots are pros. I know it'll be dangerous. And do you happen to know what a green pilot's life expectancy is in combat? Huh? A minute or so. At least I'll try. What about you? You and Chewbacca and the Millennium Falcon could make all the difference. Han, you're a crap pilot, a veteran. Why can't you Because just... I used up my time. More. Long ago. I see. You only think you do. You won't help us. Then. Look, I did what I could, but that's the limit. I'm not dying over somebody's cause. Others will. Others have. Others. You're talking about the old man, aren't you? Ben. Yeah. Right. Ben said there was more to you than you wanted to admit. Well, then he was as crazy as you are. I'm still raising ship. The least you could do is leave the metals behind. These people need everything they can lay their hands uh, those on. Those metals would only be blown away with the rest of the place. With me, they'll do somebody some good. But you could keep that from happening. You could stay and fight. Oh, look, me and Chewie finally have made our pile. Our luck's turned good, and I'm not going to question it. So that's why you're afraid. Afraid? Listen, that little stroll through the Death Star was light exercise. We've been through scrapes it. Oh, never mind. Just don't talk to me about afraid. I guess there's nothing more to talk about then. Well, and this ain't even a risk. It's a sure thing. This place won't even be here an hour or two from now. So why should we stick our necks out? Maybe to give your life some meaning, Han. Yeah? Well, who asked you? Huh? 
Hey, you, you see a towel around here somewhere? No. Oh, my shirt will do. John, are you sure you won't reconsider or uh, join us? Great. Now you. Look, forget about me. I've made my decision. You want to do somebody a favor? Luke's going to volunteer to fly a fighter. Luke? Go talk him out of it. Go save his life. I don't need to. Luke's made the right decision. What about you? I've had my fill of playing hero, thanks. It's a sucker's game. That's your final word? You better go say goodbye to Luke, princess. That right decision's gonna be the last one he ever makes. Sir, I was told to report here for flight... Sir! He what? calls me, sir. Biggs! <laughs> Biggs! Darklighter! Hey, what are you doing? John, how are you doing? Good to see you. What are you doing here? Well, that's my line. I was the one who went off to join the rebellion, remember? <laughs> hey, you! You're supposed to be back on Tatooine. Oh, boy, Biggs, have I got some stories to tell yeah, you. I'll bet you do. The whole base is talking about the new arrivals. Smugglers, <coughs> droids, and a renegade princess. <laughs> you got here in some strange company, but you got here. I told you I'd throw in with the rebels one day, didn't I? Luke, I never doubted you for a second. <laughs> I know you too. Too well. Now, what's this about testing? What? Oh, uh, Commander Willard sent me. I volunteered when he said you're short of pilots. Desperate's more like it. <sighs> well, you know how good I was with the T-16 back home. Look, we're sending up pilots with less experience than you, and T-16s are a lot like the snub fighters we're using. I know, I looked one over. I'm sure I could handle it. Uh, but there hasn't been much time or fuel for training, and there's none to spare for testing you. Besides, we couldn't risk losing a ship. Oh, well, uh... I understand. <laughs> no, no. What I meant was is that I'll have to test you here, in this flight simulator. Oh, all right. Well, hop in. Okay. Okay, I'm going to run a full combat simulation, Luke. Now buckle in tight. You're going to be pulling realistic G-forces. Check. All set, Biggs. Close her up. And good luck. Okay, Luke. Here you Go! Attack sequence. Now. First attacker. Destroy. Good. Second. Direct hit. Very good. Third. Yep. Excellent. All right, let's see how you do against increased G-forces, buddy. <laughs> Not bad. Go get him, Luke. Not bad at all. Wow! Woohoo! What a ride! How'd I do, Biggs? A lot better than most of the guys who were going on this next mission, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but I have to show your test results to Commander Willard, Luke. Oh, sure. Now, you wait here. I'm gonna go over... Oh, uh, pardon me. Oh, no, it's my fault, really. Oh, well, Biggs Darklighter of Tatooine, meet Princess Leia Organa of Alderaan. Oh. Your Highness, this is my best friend. Uh, uh, pleased to meet you, uh, Your Highness. And you, Biggs, Luke's spoken of you. Well, uh, I have to go. Uh, th that is... Uh, pardon me. <laughs> How'd the flight test go, Luke? Well, he has to check it out with Commander Willard, but it looks like I made it. Oh. Well, aren't you going to congratulate me? I spoke with Han. He wouldn't change his mind. I know. And he said that... that I should talk you out of flying a fighter. 
I said that you'd made the right decision. You don't sound very sure. Luke, you've never flown in combat before. Well, neither have some of the others. Biggs is fresh out of the academy. But he and the others have been training. Well, you're looking at the hottest gully jumper on Tatooine. Bush piloting isn't the same as combat flying. Luke, you've done so much for the Rebellion already. Nobody would blame you if you didn't go on this mission. I just wanted you to know that. Leia, thank you. But it's what I want. So much depends Skywalker? on this. Skywalker? Sir? Biggs here just showed Commander Willard and me your test results. And? You only got killed twice. Oh. Cheer up. That's surprisingly good. Since Biggs was tossing the whole Starfleet at you. <laughs> you know the techniques? Your body can stand the strain. Uh, looks like you got yourself a bird. I have? Yeah, and I'm your wingman. <laughs> Welcome to Red Flight. Thanks. You'll be Red 5, Luke. Biggs is uh, Red 3. Oh, together again, hotshot. <laughs> Let's go, Luke. Biggs, uh, mission briefing starts uh, now. Uh, um, your Majesty, Your Highness, if you'll excuse us. Of course. Luke? Yes? I'll see you before you leave. Fine. Hey, look, uh, let's get a seat, Luke. The show's about to start. Right, Biggs. May I have your attention? Uh, we have analyzed our new information and formulated our attack strategy. Please direct your attention to the screen. This is the Death Star. Now, this battle station is heavily shielded and carries a firepower greater than that of half a Starfleet. Its defenses are designed, as you can see, around the concept of a direct large-scale assault. But small one-man fighters should be able to penetrate its outer defenses. Pardon me for asking, General Dodona, but what good are snub fighters going to be against that? Well, the Empire doesn't consider a small fighter to be any threat, but they'd have a tighter defense. But an analysis of the design plans provided by Princess Leia has demonstrated a weakness in the battle station. Now watch this enlarged view carefully. The approach for your attack run will not be easy. You're required to maneuver down this trench in the station structure and skim the surface to the point you're seeing now. This target area is only two meters wide. Now the target, the target is a small thermal exhaust port right below the main port. The shaft leads directly to the Death Star's reactor system. A precise hit down this shaft will strike the reactor and start a chain reaction which should destroy the entire station. Now, I cannot stress too strongly the point that only a precise hit will reach the bottom of the shaft and strike the reactor. The thermal port is ray shielded, so you'll have to do this job with photon torpedoes. That shot, that shot is impossible, even for a targeting computer. But it's not impossible. I used to bullseye womp rats in my T-16 back home. They're not much bigger than two meters. Yeah, and were the womp rats shooting at you with turbo laser cannon? Oh, huh? uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Now, we've just gotten word that the Death Star has entered this solar system. It is orbiting the planet Yavin now and will be within firing range of this moon in just over 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Now man your ships and may the force be with you. Look, Biggs, go shoot up, then meet me in the hangar area. Right away, sir. Hey, come on, hotshot. Hey, aren't those two the ones who came in with you? Where? 
Oh, yeah. Han? Chewbacca? Hello, kid. Me and Chewie just dropped by to watch some fun. Our pay is almost ready. So, you really went and signed on? That's right. Oh, Big's Darklighter? I want you to meet Han Solo. And that's his partner, Chewbacca. Big's a hometown hero, huh? Luke talked about you. You're on the team, too? Yes. And you? Oh, not a chance. Me and my friend have places to go and things to do. So do we. I know all about it. Let's go, Chewie. Best of luck, hometown heroes. You're gonna need it. What was all that about, Luke? I'll explain later. All light proof manusations. All light proof Let's go. The rebels are now committed to a desperate stand against the Death Star. The battle station rushes towards them. Its commander determined to wipe the Rebel Alliance out of existence. In the next 30 minutes, Luke Skywalker and everything and everyone he cares about will know triumph or disaster. Star Wars, Episode 12 by Brian Daly, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Featured in the cast were Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, James Blendick as General Dodonna, Cale Brown as Biggs, David Clennon as Mati, Keen Curtis as Tarkin, Perry King as Han Solo, Brock Peters as Darth Vader, and Anne Sachs as Leia. The series was directed by John Madden, with sound mixing and post-production by Tom Vagley. Music by John Williams. Sound design for Lucasfilm by Ben Burt. Story editor for the series was Lindsay Smith. Casting and production coordination by Mel Sarr. Executive producer was Richard Toskin. Executive producer for Lucasfilm was Carol Teitelman. Star Wars was presented by National Public Radio in association with KUSC-FM Los Angeles with the cooperation of Lucasfilm Limited.